Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Chico Leo. Uh, tonight on Fan Bros, we'll be talking about the new X-Men movie, the new Godzilla movie, and the greatest sports movie ever made. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. the Butcher of Names, also known as the William Shatner of Hip Hop, former Herald of Galactus, and, oh yeah, um, God, I can't even, the Kevin Bacon <laughs> of the <laughs> internet. There yeah. we go. There we go. One degree of separation from everybody. Yeah, one or two at the most. <laughs> and this is Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek. That's right, and you're here in the spaceship tonight with Ben Hameen and Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Black Russian, also known as Rap Game Artist Star, also known as the Herd of Spaceship. Yes, she is. That's right. All those names in yes. succession. <laughs> Flashing lights blinking on and I off, learned, on learned, and off. I learned from Young Girl. Yeah, true indeed. Young Guru, the original, a.k.a. Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Yada Brahma. A.k.a. Akasha. Akasha, there we go. Era, the engineer. I like I like Black Russia. Where did, when did that come from? That came in a couple of weeks ago. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's <laughs> really dope. Yeah, because it's like the flip of the drink. Yeah, yeah. And, no, you know, I, and the name. And the name, yeah. bro. I, I definitely get it. I mean, it's dope. <laughs> that's a code name. And that's right, folks, for all the long-time listeners of Fan Bros Show, like we've been on for 10 years or something instead of the one, we have <laughs> returning to the spaceship tonight, Chico Leo, Hell Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Chico Leo. What's going on, everyone? What's- Chico Leo, Chico Leo. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah. yeah. The sad thing about that, folks, is that Chico Leo knows the Hail Hydra meme, but still hasn't seen Captain America 2. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see it. I was behind the scenes, right? You know, what, who do you think? Who do you think inducted Gary Shandling into uh, into Hydra? Oh. But who gave Gary Shandling that um? Makeup job and and whatever they did to his skin. Yeah, I, I don't know. Say the so, Botox. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. there we go. <laughs> that the plastic surgery. Yeah, I was yeah. I was trying to be nice, Jerry, but yeah. man, you need to shoot your plastic surgery. Gary yeah. ain't coming to shows, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no love with Gary. Ain't got no love for the fan bros. Oh well, yeah. Well, welcome, fan bros. This is Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek, as I said before, and we got a star-studded show for you tonight. Whoop. Yeah, man, it's all kind of people in here tonight. The three who are here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and all the voices in our heads. And all of our, our AKAs. Man, right. that would make this room mad pat. You know, right. like, yeah, that would be tight on us. But Tatiana, what is going on? You know, how you doing today? I'm very good. Uh, this week we are going to finalize our four winners for the Kari Randolph and the Kano contest. You know, I think we do great contests, but I think we are like terrible at giving out prizes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I apologize to all the fan bros out there, you know, who've been waiting on their prize or actually finding out if they even won. Right. You know, but 
It's coming very soon. You guys aren't ruthless enough. That's what the problem yeah. is. You got a lot of good submissions, and yet you you gotta be you gotta be ruthless. I know. And, and, and I mean, and we have the stuff enough. in hand. We, we have it all locked on the lock and key. It's just we have to make sure it gets out to you guys. Yeah. See, now they're thinking that we ain't got nothing, and we just <laughs> promised a bunch of good stuff. No, that's why I said that. No, we actually have everything in hand. Everything you saw on the site that with the prizes, we um we mentioned all the artwork and and the books and all the other stuff we have in hand. But we will be announcing them on Twitter and on Facebook and on the website. So you'll be able to see exactly who won and we'll go from there. Word up. Yes. And also, if you're on that website, you'll see that donate button shining bright. Blink. Yep. Looking like, please press me. Please. <laughs> please. What it, please can I have some more? Samosa. Samosa. That's the one. That's go. what Oliver I'm looking twist. for. Oliver Twist. There you go. Uh, what did we say? For the price of a cup of coffee, for less than the price of a cup of coffee <laughs> a day, you can help the parent bro survive. What's the, what's the name? See, we did this last time. What's the name that does the- uh, Suzanne Summers. Suzanne. I, want, I think I got it right this week, right? Chico Leo, you would know that. Uh, She's the, the one who used to do the commercials. Yeah, I, I mean, it was uh, her and also uh, was it Sally Struthers. Sally, Sally Struthers. Struthers. Sally Struthers. The one all in the family. She yes. For the uh, money for the for the for dogs, the, too, right? No, no, no. That's, uh, well, I don't know. Isn't that Sarah Well, Sarah McLaughlin sings a song. Yeah. <laughs> but she, all she, she, does, she, she does. She does yeah, beg for the no, money. Yeah, no. I think Sally Struthers was the one who, in like the 80s who yes. was asking yeah. for uh, money. For less than the price of a cup of coffee a day. All right. Shout out to Sally Struthers. After she she was Gloria on all in the family, Archie Bunker's daughter. Ah, she was married to the meathead. Yeah, so after All in the Family went off the air, Archie Bunker got a spinoff and she got those commercials. <laughs> it happens, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Rob it's Reiner damn. was making Stand By Me and Spinal Tap. You know, everybody else was doing I got it. a movie. Yeah. I got a TV show. I got an infomercial. Right. <laughs> it happens, you know, it's, it's a living. But, you know, we might have to call her up and get her down for this um, fan bros telethon that we're going to do. She's such a sad woman. If y'all don't press that donate button. So hit that donate button up before we have to, like I always say, call up Jerry Lewis. Maybe get sticky fingers in here. (laughs) Sally Struthers. (laughs) You know, whoever else we need to answer these phone calls when we host this telethon. Oh, and we're also still looking for writers. Yes, we are. Uh, if you're interested in writing for Fan Bros, whether it's about anime or about movies or about um, reviews on video games, anything like that, hit us up at contact at fanbros.com. I got a submission, actually. Shout out to this dude. Uh, I don't know your name. Watch something on Twitter and Instagram. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he hit me up and was like, yo, I want to write for you. And then, you know, I gave him an email and everything, and he never responded again. So shout out to you, bro. Better me just put you on front street. You know, hit me up. You know, we were waiting on that submission. Yeah, man. You got to get on that. If you hit us up and you don't hear from us for like a week, hit us up again. Because normally we respond very fast. And if we respond to you, we need you to respond back. True indeed. Do that. Yes. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break right here. And we'll be right back with some more fan bros. Uh, yo, peace. What up? This is Homeboy Sammy. When I'm not making my dish that I created myself, which is Masked up bananas with coconut oil with pecans that taste like dessert. You could eat it for breakfast. I'm listening to Fan Bros. And welcome back, Internet. I hope you're still with us and that break wasn't too long. This is the Fan Bros Show with your boy DJ Ben Amin alongside. That's not a And Chico Leo. That's right. And, you know, um, we just had Godzilla hit this weekend. We'll talk about that in a second, of course, you know. There's a review on fanbros.com right now, L-O-Y-C, shout-outs to you. 
You can all check that out. But we got to get into the big movie of the weekend. Perhaps one of the bigger movies of the summer. Definitely one of the bigger superhero movies of the summer. 24, 26. Yep. X-Men. Is it just X-Men Days of Future Past? Or is it X-Men like five? No, it's X-Men Days Days of of Future Future Past. Past. Okay. All right. Just X-Men Days of Future Past. Drops this Friday, May 23rd in theaters across the nation. 22nd. Oh, because we're super fresh. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to rush out on the 22nd to see this one, though. I'm not, but I'm going to definitely see it this weekend. Damn, well, also, this is too, Memorial Day weekend. True indeed. So, mm. so three-day weekend, really. So they are really trying to cake it in. I mean, this is the biggest one. No, maybe the biggest opening weekend of the year, besides yep. maybe for the July. Mm-hmm. So they are really banking a lot on this, and they're going to get their numbers. We already know that. I don't know. Spider-Man 2. But, did not get them numbers that they were looking but for. But it also suffered from bad, well, lukewarm reviews. Let me not yeah. say bad, very lukewarm reviews. And lukewarm. Lukewarm. And I don't that know. That always sounds terrible. Like I don't lukewarm. know. Lukewarm. <laughs> I don't know What's, if we what have What did Idris say? Uh, you like a 50 degree day? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, You're so lukewarm. Like, yeah, nobody gets excited for you. Like, nah. I feel like, yeah, people are much more excited about X-Men Days of Future Past than they were about yeah. Spider-Man 2. I mean, yeah. there's a whole whatever that they, they re-jump-started the franchise right. too quickly. I, I don't know. They just, they weren't, people People are psyched about mm-hmm. this. This is like, this is A-list. Like, that was the opening yeah. band, Spider-Man 2. You know, some people drifted in. You know what I mean? Like, this is <laughs> well, the, well, the headline. Well, also, to be kind of corny, people are very hopeful for the X-Men series. Right, yes. Because... Uh, first class really brought up um, not that the the original x-men movies that came out weren't really all that great anyway and 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 first class raised it up a notch for people so you got i know ben thinks that you think that as well because i think first i mean first class is very much the third best of the four x-men movies no no yeah like i felt like the the all those people becoming evil there was no motivation they just literally decide in one scene okay we're gonna go join the brotherhood of evil mutant like there's no they were scared like in the first one i feel like there was like on the first two there was the kid who came became pyro Pyro. like that was really well said i I thought i thought the first two now exactly the third one right. is on. I mean, obviously unwatchable. I mean, or pretty much like it's not as it's nowhere near. You know, it's un- unwatchable. I think, but I, and I do think days. I, I uh, last uh, first class is is good. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad, but I I still like the first two. Like that's why I'm psyched because mm-hmm. Brian Singer is coming back. See, that's why I'm wary. Right, because Brian Singer is coming back. Because like it was his fault for the first one. Well, <laughs> no, but he no, he left. You see, the third one was bad because he Brett left. Ratner. To go do that terrible Superman movie right. that he did. Well, see, then, it, no, no, that's wait, true. But Valkyrie. The, but no, was I the know, third yeah. one bad because he left, or was it bad because of Brett? Ratner? No, it was bad because of Brett Ratner. Right. But Brett yeah. Ratner wouldn't have been allowed near it had Singer not Singer left, not left yeah. to go do Superman. But um, yeah, yeah, Singer's track record is my problem. That's right. my issue. Right. Like you know, of course he has that, usual that is suspects. True. You know, right? No, Can't no, no, take no. that that away from right. him. But then after that, you have a string. You know, but part I, of the I pun the stringer, first, and also the I feel like the X Men movies were the first, like the first time that like comic book, the comic book movies, like you know, were 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 good again. You know, like yeah, no, but I agree. I mean, when the first one, when the first X Men came out, I was 
somewhat pleased only because as you as you are, are alluding to that was really the first major comic book movie in a long time that actually was cohesive the second one was better and i i, I could deal with I it i agree i think third the one obviously unrationable so 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 I, what I'm saying is from that spirit of it and then leading into the first class, which helped in a way reboot the series again. Now you're coming to a point where you have both that new cast from the first one and this new cast from this this first class right. put together into this epic story. And, and it, it draws upon so many story arcs in Marvel anyway. So I think that people are hopeful for this and are very excited about it, as Ben Ami mentioned earlier. Right. And that's my point and perhaps problem and why I'm wary about it is because this comes from one of my favorite story arcs of all right, time. Right, you know, right. X-Men, Days of Future Past, uh, X-Men 142 and 141. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, that's just such a classic Chris Claremont, John Byrne yeah, story. I think that might have been the last John Byrne. I, I think, think it is. Yeah, I think, I think he, he goes off, that, off the yeah. book after that. And it's because I just read a rumor about that the other day, and I'm not sure. It's not because of a change that happened in that issue. Actually, it might have been. But it's because, um, for those who don't know, Chris Claremont and John Byrne were doing the book together at the time. And John would draw the panels and the pages first. And then Chris would come in and fill in the words later on. So John wouldn't know exactly what was going on in the story. Uh, so you fill in the words based on what he saw? I mean, no, they'd like collaborate on it together, and then John would draw it, and then he'd come in and do the dialogue, and then he could no, add. Chris would come in and do. Yeah, the yeah, Chris yeah. would come in and do the dialogue, and then he could add in little things, like he could add in a note. Like I think in that issue, he added in a note. Yet yeah, that's what it is. When uh at the end of it, when it's all wrapped up and Kitty Pryde goes back to the future, okay, he adds this note in that makes it where the future can still happen. Uh, and John had intended it for it to be a one-off story. This could never happen. They changed the future. They're safe now. And Chris made it where, like, okay, it can still happen. The future can still happen. And so John was pissed. And I think that's one of the things. So they didn't collaborate things. on that. Well, they no, had, they, had, they had a no, lot of beef. They had a lot of beef. They were co. They were co-plotting it. Yeah. Like you know, so that was the difference between Marvel. That had started out with Jack Kirby and Stan Lee doing yep. it that way, and that was the Marvel way, mm -hmm. where the artist would draw the stuff, and then later on the writer would add all the. Di I mean, they, there would be a plot that the yep. artist was working off right. of. But if like the artist happened to draw, now no one can see me. But I'm like pointing with my my with my mouth open. Yeah. Like if, if the artist <laughs> drew a dude doing that in the foreground, like the writer would have to put something in that guy's mouth. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so because <laughs> I put it in his mouth. Well, you know what I mean. A word balloon is yeah. what I meant. A word balloon. Whereas at DC they worked on with full scripts. So yeah. you know, and that was always the difference between the Marvel. And so the the idea was the Marvel way. The artist actually had more input on the story and John felt and, that he didn't and I, I just think they disagreed and so he went off and did the Fantastic Four after that yep. and, and he wrote and drew that and from then on I think he pretty much wrote and, and drew, drew everything, everything he, he never did. drew anything that he didn't write fully after that he uh, did write some stuff that other people drew. oh yeah definitely like I think he wrote some X-Men later that Jim Lee drew I, at some point, in, not in, sure. in the in the late nineties, early aughts, I wouldn't doubt it because I that's about the time I fell off. Yeah. for a minute, but um. Anyway, back to the point of it all is yeah, that sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's a story about you know the X Men traveling to the future, well, traveling from the future to prevent the past. And in the original comic, it's Kitty Pride. In the movie, it seems to be Wolverine who will travel back to the past right. and try and prevent this horrible future where the X Men are all murdered off by Sentinels, giant mutant killing robots. Right. So it's one of the best stories because it was like the first time you ever saw X-Men being killed 
like the major I mean you've seen Phoenix get killed a couple issues earlier but it was like the major X-Men all get murdered off Wolverine gets turned to a metal skeleton and that's what like I I think the movie will be made for me Mm-hmm. If the future Wolverine gets burnt to a metal right. to an adamantium skeleton, like if that adamantium. happens, adamantium, adamantium, mm-hmm. I say you say tomato, I say <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yes. you know. But I'm not sure. But I would if that would just just uh, you know he doesn't. Of course he's not gonna die because you know you go back into the past and fix everything. But I need future Wolverine to catch that right. bad one. Just to throw some numbers out there, the um, site Variety um, that obviously reports on all types of movies, they're saying that this X-Men movie is on track to make $125 million by Memorial Day. So that's just for the first four days. And the way they can estimate it, they can estimate pre-sales, um, any yep. advanced screening, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, they said that insiders predict that Days of Future Past can earn an estimated $250 million total domestically. So that's just in the U.S. Didn't Godzilla already, like... Godzilla made 196 million on on its worldwide debut. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So they're saying they think Godzilla in three days will make more than X Men Days and Future Past. The other way around. The other way around. They're saying they. Well, I I don't know. But well, wait. Is that the Godzilla just opening weekend or since it opened or is that opening weekend? They said debut, so they're talking about opening weekend. Yeah, it made like 190 million. Right. So like. But and that's worldwide. Um, what it says 93 for Godzilla 93.2 million opening weekend. Um, and that includes like Thursday showings and things like that. So that's how they're going to calculate, or that's how they're right. calculating the estimate 125 for Day of the Future Past. Well, it is slightly different because there's the extra day, and Sunday night HBO is not airing all their shows. Nope. Yep. So they've got a wide open right. lane to exactly. make all the money in the Although world. Although I think other networks are, but HBO's not airing anything. No. Yeah. Well, they're, no, they're airing that uh, The Normal Heart, which is the, uh, I know you're going to be staying home to watch, because that's the uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts uh, movie about the AIDS crisis in the early 80s. Only because it stars City. my man crush, uh, the guy who plays the Hulk. That's right. He's in that. That's yeah, right. Yep. Yep. And uh, he's such a crush of mine that I don't even know his name. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm blanking on his name, too. But he's dope. And has a dude who plays Sheldon on The Big Bang Theory. Wow. Um, Bazinga. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is in that. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, also, speaking of Godzilla, you know, like we said, Godzilla did come out this weekend. Yeah, Monsters debut money-wise. Bid money. Bid moolah. Godzilla 2 already confirmed. Yes, already yeah. confirmed. Where did you hear that from today? Uh, I heard it from a lot of places like two days ago, I think. I, I mean, as soon as you saw them numbers roll in, that was pretty yeah, much a done deal. Yeah, they were like, you know? yep, yeah, got yeah. it. Another one, yeah. So we can discuss it, right? We can say spoiler alert and then start spoiler discussing Spoiler alert. Yes, we okay. can. Um, should I go first? Should I explain my take on the movie? I mean, since you seem to be a hater of monster movies, <laughs> of giant monsters. I'm not a hater of mo- giant monster movies. So. Just a I'm hater a hater of Pacific Rim. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Me too. And I'm, Chico I'm, Leo I'm joining as well. The, I was very disappointed with wow. Pacific Rim. Very Y'all are both haters. Whatever. How can you be disappointed in monsters fighting robots? It's not about monster fighting robots. I was disappointed in Pacific Rim, mm. not the idea. But exactly. Anyway, the idea, the idea gets me, gives me an erection, but th- the movie <laughs> made it flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the execution, but that's neither here nor there. Godzilla, like you said, spoiler alert. One, I think it took too long to show Godzilla on screen, and I don't think there was enough of Godzilla on screen. Okay. That I was, think there was enough of Godzilla on yeah. screen. Second peeve, pet peeve for this movie. Why did they kill Brian Cranston so fast? Now that I can definitely agree with because he was the only credible actor in the film. The no honest, honest to goodness, I 
personally, and okay, I'm not a scientist, but I personally feel like at least 50% of moviegoers went to the movie specifically because of Heisenberg was in the movie. Yes. And I went in there with every intention of seeing him do his little scientific calculations and whatever else they, they presumed he would be doing. And a quarter, not even a quarter of the way in, he Not even a quarter. Dies. Does it, but does it work like like you're not expecting it? Like when Samuel Jackson dies in the show? No, it's not movie? that it's not expected. Like he gets hurt and you see him mortally ruined. But in my head, I'm like, oh, they're going to fix it because he's in the movie. I right. had in my head, he's in the movie. No, and that's they, the way they play yeah. it. That's the way they play I mean, it's on purpose. That's the way they market it to everyone. So I'm sitting there like, oh, he's hurt. But but they're going to fix him because when he's hurt, the scene moves away like they're going to the hospital or whatever. So you think he has a chance. Yeah. Then the, the, they come back to the new scene and they're putting him in a body bag. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Brian Cranston's not going to be in this movie. <laughs> no, no. Not even like as a spectral ghost like Yoda. Like nothing. So that was disappointing. Um, I know you had mentioned you didn't really care for like Aaron Taylor uh, Johnson's acting. That's kick ass. That was the main buff kick character. ass. Yeah, buff, buff, ki- buff kick ass. Yeah, he, he was huge. In he this was definitely, movie. you know, he will def- also be Quicksilver. He will, he will also be Quicksilver. And um, playing his wife was Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen, who will also be Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Right. So. I didn't care about their family whatsoever. I didn't care about that little boy. I didn't care Damn. about that whole dynamic yeah. i oh, didn't no, care i didn't either i i honestly admit sitting in the theater there were definitely moments where i was like man they need to get to this mm-hmm. fighting and and i would say one of the things that bothered me was that it was kind of depressing like the entire movie i didn't see like there i feel like they could have injected some point of fun in there just in terms I saw of that, going after I saw that, um, godzilla but i saw that complaint on the internet and i, I didn't i didn't well, get not that. godzilla but the mudos but it, it, i didn't need fun it, I, when i say fun i don't mean like there's got to be something campy and something funny in there it's just that it was scene after scene of devastation brokenness no hope devastation brokenness no hope nuclear weapon devastation broken hope no weapon you know like it was hope. just there was hope with godzilla kicking ass that's that's a, and that's how the original japanese the first yes. godzilla movie is like that okay. yes. like it's very serious you know yeah. and, it's right, all, right. and it's an allegory for like nuclear this is supposed yes. to be like an allegory for climate change and, yeah and, and, funny, and funny enough even though they were they tried to make it serious i didn't while I say it was depressing I didn't take it seriously like I went in there with the understanding again one that Brian Cranston would be in it and two that it would even maybe scare me a little bit like they made it very serious and then with Ken Watanabe am I saying it right he's in there and I'm like oh this is about to be real serious inception serious type thing and he made me laugh like I laughed every time he was on screen oh man my whole theater chuckled when he first said Godzilla yeah Godzilla Gojira the whole did he say Gojira no no he said Godzilla with his accent he he basically he almost he he whiffed on it so he merged both Gojira and Godzilla together Japanese, and like that, your yeah. theater, my theater, bust out laughing. He bust said it like three laughing, times. Right. And I, from that <laughs> moment on, I did not take him seriously. Right, right. And then the whole movie, he was walking around with his mouth gaping open See, as if, you know, he, 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 he just saw... Christ Himself come down from heaven. <laughs> like I, I was, I was just like, what? He, he just, he was just comical to me, and but in a bad way. See, I thought that, like, you know, he, I didn't, I was hoping that was just my theater. I didn't think no, that that was, was every theater, theater across America busting every theater out across laughing. America made fun of that. Wow, that's sad. Because I thought, you know, I was in Brooklyn, so I thought it was just Brooklyn being Brooklyn. I was in southern New Jersey, like near Princeton. So, no, no. everyone laughed about this. Wow, sad. Everyone laughed about this. And um, it, in general, I, I thought it was okay. Like, if I had to get it on a star quotient, I would give it, like, 
three out of five. So it right. it wasn't bad by any means, but I, I just it just wasn't as enjoyable as I thought it would be. Right. Um. I I did. I will say the one thing I the stuff I did enjoy. Like I did enjoy the Easter eggs. Like um. There's a scene when he when Kickass goes back to his old home, and I'm not calling Kickass. And there is um his um his uh, like planet not planetarium his 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 what's that called aquarium, aquarium. and there's a a uh, label that says Mothra. That's one. Ah. And then when he went, same guy, when he went to go blow up the eggs at the end, um, the mother's um, eggs, yep. in the water was like this, I don't know if it was like a statue or whatever, but it was a giant squid kind of harkening back to one of Godzilla's arch enemies, like this giant squid that he would fight. Um, and then there was something else. That no Mecha Godzilla shout outs? No Mecha. Well, not that I seen. It yeah. might have been. Oh, and then obviously um, on the radar when they were like tracking Godzilla and the rest of them, on the radar they actually name it Gojira. Ah, so nice. I, it's, it's, it's a lot of cute stuff when you really pay attention. Yeah. Uh, and then just one scene that was really breathtaking was the scene when they were. Halo jumping. Halo jumping. Yes. Yeah. That was the. Absolutely, honestly, and and I and I was kind of bored at that point. But when they show that whole sequence, from the colors to the angle of the camera, the to first person view, the from first them person jumping, view yeah. to seeing to you falling next to Godzilla, yeah, it was big deal. See, that's my point. Like, I didn't think it. Like, okay, people are comparing it to Jaws, where they're like, you know, he doesn't show up till something. It's no Jaws. It's not Jaws, no. But I do like the fact it's it's not Jaws because the actors aren't that you know, and the script isn't that. But I did like the fact that when he shows up, it is like, oh, it's here's Godzilla. Massive, right. He's a problem, you know, because right. at first it's like you see these little monsters for a long time. You get to see a lot of shots of them. Right. And they seem to be a threat themselves. But then when Godzilla shows up, it's like, oh, my God, this is the problem. Please praise on our side. Especially the end. Yeah. That, that, that finishing blow. Oh, man. Woo. Even when he shows up at the airport for the first time, it's like, okay, here's a real deal monster threat. Right. And then you know I, I I didn't hate it but uh yeah I'd give it about I'm not a, I don't like rating movies and critiquing them too much but uh, you know, I, I think it's worth seeing yeah I don't think it's something you should skip if you could get see it for free I see it for free but I I think it's worth seeing yeah overall yeah yeah definitely Chico Leo? I, I will see it. I will see it when it comes on cable or Netflix next year. I mean, we'll no see it doubt. in like three years. No, I've seen no. I just saw Pacific Rim about five, six weeks ago. He'll see Godzilla when Godzilla 2 comes out. Right. No, yeah. well, they'll, they'll release it on cable before yeah, Godzilla Yeah, right about then. No, yeah. they'll release it on cable in a year. The Godzilla yeah. 2 is not coming out in a year. No, definitely not. Uh, also speaking of cable, since we got you here right now, have you been keeping up with Game of Thrones? Well, I have been keeping up with Game of Thrones. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely, yes. I'm, I'm digging Game of Thrones a lot. And speaking of HBO going off or, you know. So HBO is not going, is going off this Sunday. And I heard that it's because two years ago um, they aired the Battle of Blackwater during the second season on, on Memorial, Memorial Day, Day weekend. weekend um, and the ratings, ratings went down. Even though everyone, I mean, it's like so stupid because you have HBO Go and, and on demand and, and people. People watch it on, but TV wise, TV business wise, you never show, I, especially new stuff during that weekend. Except that I, I feel like things have changed, like because of HBO Go, because like if you know, you can be on vacation and still watch Game of Thrones, you like could. unless you're in like a jungle and born. But, but you know, but a lot of people on vacation are just trying to be on vacation. Right. I know, but I, I feel like I shouldn't suffer for the decisions that those people <laughs> the make. Fact that you, that the you fact can't. that I have to wait yeah. two weeks is a little, is a little. Chico Leo just said HBO should bow to his wishes. No. 
experience. Well, I'm not the only one who's not going on vacation. I mean, you know, it's like, yes, I have the option of seeing Tyrion Lannister in, you know, X-Men Days of Future Past on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. Peter Blake, he's yeah. Simon Bolivar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but um, I don't know. I, I just think it's kind of, it, it, it breaks it up, and, and, I, and I, I feel like, you know, like that, that that's one of these things like like, you know, liquor stores being closed on Sunday. Like I don't go to church. I should be able to go buy liquor on Sunday. Like it's it's just F like the it's, blue laws. It's, it's, it's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things like it's like this weird tradition. Like people are going on vacation. Like I feel like most people are not going on vacation. Are you guys going on vacation? Are you going to be away? Well, Sunday not, when we say vacation for us, some people vacation may just be not here, like not right. at their home. It could be they could be going to the beach or they could just be going somewhere else. They could right. be going down the block, but they're not home. It's just, honestly, I know how you feel, but generally that is a weekend. Even historically, I know it's the future now, but even now it's just not it is the future, a good time. But those people <laughs> have DVRs and they can set their DVRs when they go on vacation. But see, Game and everybody can DVR. win. Everybody can win. No, but see, Game of Thrones isn't something that people want to DVR. They want, and HBO and so wants to collect No, that's experience. true. You're right. You, you know, know, they, you know want, they don't want to be checking Twitter yeah, if, if they, they haven't watched it. And they're on it. vacation, they'll be checking Twitter, that's and true. then boom, they ruin. It. So that's no. kind of, there's some truth in that. So once again, what did so, you think of this? Speaking so of ruining, I think this, spoiler I, alert. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. so I, I thought I think this whole season has been great. I mean, I think the whole show is great. All right, so here's my minor nitpick. Here's my minor nitpick. The guy. So I don't know if you realize that the guy who's playing the mountain, he's Gre Gregor Clegane, Sandor Clegane's brother, been changed. Right. So he's been changed numerous times. I think this guy is physically totally on point. Like he looks like the mountain. Yep. I would like to remind you that the mountain is supposed to be the hound. No, brother. Old, older brother. Older brother. Older I knew brother. That. This yes. dude is like 26 or 27. <laughs> he, he did look a and little baby face. And the hound is like 39 or 40. <laughs> like, I, you know, and well, so. He's, that, see, he but was, the hound was also disfigured. That's stuff, true. So you, could make, you could say that aged him. But this, and when, you know, when you're the mountain, you live the easy life, you know? Yeah, but it Other than get, killing people yeah, every so now and again. Your gets, skin's softer than the baby's body. It gets, you it gets bathed into, in blood. The mountain was, <laughs> wait, but this is the thing. The mountain was there 20 years ago. You know this dude who's mad at him for raping and murdering his sister? Oberon. Yeah, that happened like The 20, mountain got started early. That happened 20 years ago. When you're the mountain, so, yeah, you get the, started I, early, I don't know. Brother. That's my own, I mean, if that. That's, I mean, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if that's even worth, you know, because they did get an eight yeah, foot dude who weighs yeah. like four hundred pounds. So I, you know, I, that, and that's like literally my only criticism. I got everything else, uh, you know. I thought it was definitely creepy that Littlefinger was going in for kisses with Sansa Stark, who's got to uh, be what fourteen or fifteen, yeah. and you she's know, six, fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, like I guess she's yeah, she was probably yeah. Well. She got her period for the first time in the second season, like so. I don't know how she could be any. any That's of that true. She could be age. any. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of knew that he, that he was going to throw Liza Aaron through the. Can uh, we talk yeah. about his hand motion though when he pushes <laughs> right, right <laughs> off? I loved it. The edge. The he was like, uh, right. It's like I'm done with you. Right. Yeah. And scene. Right. I said once he walked, when he was looking at her, <laughs> right? Because like, he he was giving her that sideways crazy look when he was like, "Leave her alone, Liza." Yep. I knew it was about to go down. Yeah. Because he 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 did his smooth walk over to her and did that. When little finger looks at you sideways, yeah. you or somebody around you about to die. This is true. Real talk. I don't think uh, I don't think things look very good for young Robin. No, uh, Robin Robin's gonna fly. Yeah, Robin yeah, fly. He's gonna fly. fly. He's gonna make the bad man fly. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so then Sansa's going to be in the castle with this psycho, you know. Uh, Mother, lover, daughter. Yeah, daughter, yeah. lover. I, I feel you know. like Littlefinger's going to die. I do. Oh, yeah. I don't know. He's, I mean, he's Maybe certainly. Maybe not next See, um, next episode. Oh, he's yeah, die. no. I mean, I think by I think when the show ends, he will not be alive. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, he's just you know set too many you know bad things in motion. But uh, I don't think he I don't think he's gonna die this season. But I could be wrong. I mean, obviously they'll they'll kill anyone on, on this show. <laughs> I mean, and I just want to say I had no idea. I was here last time I was here was right after the first episode, and I was like, when is someone gonna kill Joffrey? And then that happened at the end of this. I didn't know yeah. that was gonna happen. Like. Yeah, he got I got really didn't. no, no, that definitely was, not. You know, that that was unpredictable. Yeah, exactly. I was, like, I was just, you know, how come someone hasn't taken this kid out yet? Um, and then he did. So and that, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, and clearly, Littlefinger is the villain. I mean, he set everything in motion. Uh, I, I still don't think of him as the villain, though. I don't I, think of he, him, but you know what? Because also, we like him to a degree. He, I think he, he had Lysa Aaron poison John Aaron, which is I mean, what, well, that's what brought Ned Stark. It to happens. The, this is, like that's like that's what I wish people would stop forgetting about Game of Thrones. It is a land of ruthless people. Right, like, no, it's true. You can't apply, you know, your Christian morality or whatever. There's no good or evil here. Littlefinger wants to win. Yeah. He wants power. What does Tywin Lannister want? Power and to maintain the Lannister's power. Tyrion, and you know, as much as everybody's like, oh, look at little Tyrion. He's a good guy. F out of here. Tyrion sleeps with whores. Does this and that. He is no, you know, if. He, if he wasn't a little man like that, he'd probably be a lot more ruthless. Mm. But because he knows he's little, he has to avoid getting killed and be, you know. Well, I think he also has a little bit of empathy from having, you know, eaten been so a, much shit. Been a, yeah, eaten yeah. so been much shit. So yeah, much. but I still don't really think of him as good. Right. You know, there's no real good or evil when in this. When you put it like that, yeah, there really is no Pod- good Podrick. There's people. There's Pod- people. Podrick is, Podrick is a good man. Yeah. yeah. Podrick is a good man. There's hot pie is yeah. a good I man. Li- <laughs> I like to see where hot pie broke down how to make a good kidney pie. Yes, definitely. were taking notes. I was looking at him like. It's about the gravy. Yeah, I was looking it's at all him. about the gravy. I was looking at him. My lady Elena was looking at him. Like, right. Why are you talking to me about right. how to make a pie, sir? Right. Like, are you serious right now? One point I wanted to mention that I thought was very interesting is that whole dynamic between Tyrion and Shay. Right. The way that they are both playing off of each other, and and it's a very tragic comedy with them, particularly because obviously he he fell in love with a whore, and that's unheard of, and in, in, in that in that world and she was seriously thought she would be with him right then it got to the point where he had to send her away and she didn't before her own safety for her right and that's what i'm trying to get at yeah it was for her own safety and like a woman in love sometimes we just don't want to listen we're like no we're gonna stay with you forever and then he had to basically trick her mentally to be like look right the only way i can get her away from me is to make her believe that she really is a whore and i don't love right. her i don't want anything to do with her in doing that he set in motion her right feeling like a woman scorn hell hath no fury like a woman scorn and then mm-hmm. now you see her at the trial Going scorning. in on him, scorning, but not going that in she, on him. She's the only one who actually lies at the trial. The other people, everything they say is taken it's out, of context, right, taken out they, of context. But it's actually yeah. true. They, the words they say are true. Right. Yeah. Really happened. She, she's lying. She, she, she actually, actually straight stuff. up lies. Where yeah. she's like, "Yeah, he wanted Sansa, and right. so and the funny he agreed is that they to kill her, so kill uh, Joffrey, mm-hmm. and then they're both doing things to each other between him and to Tyrion and Shay. They both did things to." actually just hurt each other it was right. just it wasn't necessarily be be evil or bad or whatever it's just for hurt 
right. and for yeah. pain. So and, and for get backs, if you will. So I thought that was an interesting dynamic. So We've all been in relationships yeah. like that. <laughs> I was about to say, like, you know, everyone is in a great relationship out there right now. You know, you never know what can happen. Yeah, hold on to it because, right. man, you know, you don't want her showing think, up. Think and, twice right. before you say something mean, even though it's for it's for your partner's benefit. Yeah. I, I do think this is going to be a good fight with Oberon in the mountain. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I, I, I'm i pretty sure. Was he fighting sh- him with, a, like, a giant, like a stick? Yeah, that's what they showed in the in the in the like a kendo, in the, not a kendo the, stick, but but in the in the preview, it yeah, looked like it had some blades like. on it though. It wasn't just a stick. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought he had like one of those like bow staffs. Oh, yeah, bow staff. That, that'll be a. Yeah. he'll take a quit bad one unless that's right. like the most <laughs> unbreakable bow staff. Well, ever. I don't think they introduced that dude and had him be dope all season and just to have him get cut up, cut up. By I mean, the he's only worn one outfit all season, so you never know. Well, plus also, if he dies, that means Tyrion has to die. Ah, true. So, indeed. and I don't yeah. think Tyrion's dying either this Tyrion season. Tyrion ain't going no, right now. So, you know, I think the mountain is gonna fall down and meet. And oh, meet. I, I think, I think, I think Muhammad is coming to the mountain <laughs> in this upcoming episode. Oh, oh man. All right, and with that, let's take a <laughs> quick break, and we'll be right back with more fan bros. Everyone, I'm Zoe Schwab. When I'm not writing or criticizing other podcasts, I'm very enthusiastically listening to fan bros. And welcome back, Fan Bros. This is Fan Bros Show with your boy DJ Ben Amin. And I've got to let y'all know there was some huge, huge news in the world of film and big summer movies. We already talked about X-Men, which is Sony or Fox. Which one of them bastards owns that one? Sony. Shout out to you, Sony. Yeah. Fox. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Fox. Oh, well. <laughs> Sony owns Spider-Man. Sorry, there we that's what go. I was thinking. Fox owns X-Men and Fantastic Four. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Sony only owns Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah all Sony got is Spider-Man because yeah. they're trying to pimp yeah, that all, to the fullest right, right all now. All these uh, probably just spread out. But the Marvel-owned movie franchise of the summer, well, not franchise yet, but they're aiming to make it a franchise. Guardians of the Galaxy dropped another trailer this week, and it's amazeballs, as they say. I've never, I've always wanted to say that word. I've actually never said it before, but, you know, I always wanted to. Why was it Amazeballs, Mr. Benami? Oh, man, a lot of reasons, yo. I'm I'm just like, every time I think that Marvel has done, you know, the impossible and put something that I never thought I'd see on screen, they do it again and put Rocky Raccoon uh, adjusting his, um, what do you say, crotch? Yeah, is that the word for that? Yeah, just, <laughs> his adjust cod piece. His cod, cod piece, piece. <laughs> yeah. His jock strap, you know, going into battles, he checks his gun and then adjusts his cod piece. It's just... Something I'd never thought I'd see on screen, you know, Rocket Raccoon in the first place, and then Rocket Raccoon adjusting his copies. I come from Earth, a planet of outlaws. My name is Peter Quill. There's one other name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Well, Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. Guys? But that's not even the illest thing about the trailer to me. The illest thing about the trailer is there's several shots of space, which director James Gunn, I I'm, can't wait to see this on screen because the shots of space look really ill. It's trying to real, like, um, old school, you know, Marvel comic book, like, where it's all big and bright colors in space and just, like, some weirdness. But there's a shot of what is called, I want to say it's Nowhere, and nowhere in the Marvel Universe is a Celestial, and I don't know who knows what a Celestial is, but a Celestial is a giant space giant. 
mm. in that it is in the Marvel Universe. And Nowhere is one of them whose head has been torn off and he's dead. Damn. And his head is floating through space and they've made it into a spaceport. You know, I think this movie will be successful, but it's also going to be very interesting because I'm one of the people who, although I, I, I know my way around comics, I don't know anything really about Guardians of the Galaxy. And a lot of people. The just funny in thing is, I've don't. never really read. I, I read the old school back in the like the 70s. Like I've read reprints of them or whatever. Yeah. I've read some of those joints, but I've never read the latest new Guardians of the Galaxy. I know the characters through their appearances and other, mm-hmm. you know, comics or whatnot, but I've never read that many Guardians of the Galaxy. But I know. Like the fact that you're seeing a celestial at all is amazing. I, I was just wondering if the if the celestials were those like like if they they came out of the Fantastic Four were they like black bolt and but but no I, no I those are those inhumans the, the inhumans yeah I think the inhumans were created the celestials are like ancient space gods right, right. like they're these giant dudes and they never talk much they sometimes judge planets to see if they've been doing good or bad. But is the Watcher a Celestial? No, yeah. no. They're even bigger and more mysterious than him. Like right. they're Ua- just some Uatu. Than Uatu. No, they're just some random, ill, giant space gods. Right. And uh, there's a dead one, and they've made his head into a spaceport. And it's just the fact that you <laughs> you're seeing a Celestial at all right. on the big screen, but you're seeing a dead one, and that has all this history behind it. But you don't even need to know all that history. All you need to know is that there's this giant, dead, giant head floating in space <laughs> that they're using as a spaceport. You know, it's like, man, Marvel just is like, you know, while DC is still waiting to figure out if they can. I mean, now they're finally putting Wonder Woman on screen. Yeah. Marvel just like, you know, raccoon, dead, giant, you know, space giant head. Tree alien. Tree alien. Right. You My know. name is Groot. And that's the thing. I'm really hoping for Guardians of the Galaxy to be a big success because it opens up so much in the Marvel Universe because they have such a big, wide range of space characters that they could use and shoot off from this. So, you know, let's hope for it. And like I said, the trailer looks amazing. James Gunn, uh, Chris Pratt, the lead. Zoe Saldana is playing Gamora. Mm-hmm. Right. And they haven't revealed who's playing Thanos. And today somebody shot down my theory. Actually, James Gunn has already shot down this theory. Because I had a theory that it was going to be uh, Vin Diesel, and they were masquerading him as having him sign on to play Groot, Groot. Right. You know, but then in actuality, that way they don't have to list him, but he's playing Thanos. But James Gunn has already said that's not the case, but they still have not revealed who is playing Thanos, but he will be in Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, what what else has James Gunn done? Is James Gunn related to Anna Gunn, who played Skylar White <laughs> on, on uh, Breaking Bad? I don't think so, sir. Not that I know of. Yeah, I don't think Anna Gunn and James Dunn are directed. James Dunn is like a spiky hair dude. But what else do you know? What, what do we know? I mean, has he done anything that we've seen? I mean, they wouldn't be putting. You know, they had Kenneth Branagh was directing Thor. And- yeah, no, James Dunn has done some big, big movies, but I, you know, off the break cannot. T- I right. want to say Slither. Right. Oh, is James right, right, Dunn. Right. That, and that was good. Yeah, I think I it's like Slither. Slither. I want to say that. I might be wrong. You know, but I want to say that Slither, because I remember something that the director of Slither was involved in or something coming up. So I want to say, because it has that kind of cheeky humor that Slither had. Right, right, right. And that's what, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy has. But uh, you had some other news for us, Tatiana, besides Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, yes. Um, There's more casting news for the Gemini Holograms movie. Um, There's news that Juliet 
Lewis has been added to the cast. I know you were so hype about this, Tatiana. I am so thrilled. Can't you tell? Now, was, <laughs> Gem, was Gem a toy before it was a cartoon, or was it a cartoon and it before it was a toy? I think it's like G.I. Joe, where it's, it's like, like they, were right, they were simultaneously. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. were all kind of all in the but mix. Get your money. Now, were the women in Gem, like, I remember the car, I didn't watch the cartoon, uh-huh. but I don't remember the women being like 45-year-old ex-heroin addicts. Like, what's up oh, with Julia Lewis? Why Julia Lewis? Well, no. anyway, that's <laughs> no. But I mean, I'm surprised they're not putting. They have all well, these. Well, they have all these coke addicted young Disney stars, like oh. you know the Miley Cyruses and the Selena Gomez's and all these other. I mean, come on, you didn't read on the internet that I Selena Gomez. I feel like every week on Fan Bros, we like make it our mission to get where we won't have this guest on the show. Right. <laughs> I, I will say that yes, we're not. We're probably not going to have Selena Gomez like every on the show week, anytime You know, soon. it's like we're like determined. Okay, this you, person is not going to be on. Wait, the show. you guys didn't read that story Ever. a few weeks ago where she got Justin Bieber to hire to to you to hire a private jet because we're she didn't want to give up Gomez. her. But that's what I'm saying. On Gem, shouldn't they be younger? Shouldn't the girl? Well, the, let me the let me get in into it. Let me get into it. So, like I mentioned, Juliette Lewis was cast. I didn't mention the full cast. Yet, right. Mister Mister Chico Leo. Okay, um, he just um, wanted to call her and hair right. on at it. It's proposed. It's well, I said, well, I hey. said former. It's purported that she's going to play one of the Misfits, which is the rival band to the Holograms. Right. Um, what? Mo- Molly Ringwald. <laughs> what? Molly Ringwald is going to play another Molly member. Molly Ringwald has also been cast. No one knows who she's going to play. No idea. Um, and to answer your question, Chico Leo, yeah. everyone is actually playing the Holograms, like the the good band. They are very young, okay. and they're actually un- quote unquote relatively unknowns. Right. So um, there's that. So they're not all coke addicted forty five year olds. Who are they? Um, relative they, unknowns. That's the point. Right. Oh, okay. Relative unknowns. Yeah, but um, you know. I, but I don't understand. So this should be like some you know youth versus age you know type battle because if Julia Lewis is part of the rival no, band. No, but see, my thing is, if if you watch a cartoon, it would make sense. If you never seen a cartoon a day in your life, then it, make, then it doesn't make any sense. Can't say I have. Like no, the, I, I mean, either. in the cartoon, first of all, in the cartoon, no one was like 16, 17 years old. It just they didn't look young. They looked like. At least college age, yeah, number one, yeah. and so so, and the way they're 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 putting this, you got to remember this is this is the, the new age, and this is directed by John Chu, who directed all the Step Up movies. So they're gonna switch a lot of things around. So basically, this is something that I'm not going to be in theaters to see. Probably, yeah. probably, but in more important movie news to me, because I like sci-fi, uh, the Interstellar movie. I can't believe we we just led with Jim over Interstellar. That's like <laughs> probably the worst mistake this show has ever made in its short that's history. That's okay. That's okay. But 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 shouts out to but but no hate. Shouts out to everyone who loves Jim and all that stuff. We'll be talking about it. But yes, the Interstellar movie starring Matthew McConaughey that's coming out next year. Net, no November. Or, I want to say. I want to say yeah, November of this Oscar year. Season. Oh, sorry, my yeah. fault. It is coming out in yeah. November. Yes, it's Oscar. Um, it's I an saw Oscar it. Bait. I saw it during the Godzilla trailer. Uh, no, you the, saw it during the, the, the Godzilla film. The film. trailer during the Godzilla film. Yes. There we go. And I it looked was fucking awesome. Impressed. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. It's a Christopher Nolan film, so yes. I expect everything, including the world. And a mystery that really doesn't make sense in the end. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Every it's another one of the movies, as you mentioned, is Oscar. It's so many people in a damn movie. I mentioned it stars Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. There's also Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain, Topher Grace, Casey Affleck. Oh man, I Michael love Casey Kane, Affleck. John Lithgow, um, David Oyelowo. He's in it. Uh, there's even like an uncredited part of Matt Damon in the movie. So it's it's pretty crazy. Topher Grace hasn't been anything in a while. Is Topher Grace Venom? 
yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and and shout out to all the haters. I always thought that was an inspired choice for Venom. I know he's not the Eddie Brock of the, uh, the comics, but I always thought that he should be. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's not buff, but yeah. I always thought that, you know that's a dope way to do it. Like if he's the opposite of Tobey Maguire, you know, Topher Grace is like the creepy Tobey Maguire. You know, so yeah. it was like a perfect role for him. But you know, shout Still out was to a haters. bad movie. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, that goes without yeah. saying. Woohoo. Yeah, and I was just uh, talking about Guardians of the Galaxy and James Gunn shots of space, but it looks like the director, uh, Nolan, is really trying to do up Alfonso Cuaron. Cuaron, yeah. Cuaron, the director of Gravity with his shots of space. Just, he's not doing the magical bright colors. He's doing yeah. that stark, big, Expansive. this is space this is type huge. stuff. This is epic. Yeah, so Interstellar comes out November. Uh, anything else for film news? Nah, man, I think we're good. Nah, that's it. So it's time for Comics oh, no. I Copped. <laughs> you like that, right? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no? Nobody likes that? Nah? Nah? Not working for you? Mm, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's that book coming? Yeah, Um. see, nobody gets my references either, man. Come on, man. <laughs> there was no laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even feel like talking about comments anymore. Y'all just, no, you we're know. listening. Go, yeah, sir. That's, before, how, that's one of my favorite segments. Go. True indeed. Well, I, I want to big up Twitter because somebody asked me had I been reading Black Widow, and I really hadn't. I'd heard good things about it, so I checked out the latest issue. It's by Nathan Edmondson and Phil Soto. Definitely dope. It's like Hawkeye, which I've, you know, raved about before. It's like a look at Black Widow when she's not rolling around with the Avengers and what she's doing. Dope series. It even crosses over with Hawkeye a little bit. Like, he, you see him getting his ass kicked in the background of this issue. It's like a real, you know, daily life version of Black Widow. Not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Also been reading Magneto by Cullen Bunn and Gabriel Hernandez Walter. Wow. And definitely a dope, another, you know, different take on Magneto. He's, like, going after people who hunt humans, I mean, hunt mutants. He's hunting mutants. No, no, he's hunting people who hunt mutants. Oh, oh, It's the usual thing of Magneto. He's hunting mutant hunters. There we go. But Uh, more, like, a militaristic take on Magneto where he's, like, going out and murdering people and not, like, you know, sitting off in a fortress somewhere, you know, trying not, to take over the right, world. Right, not like this big dom- domination plan. He's just, like, going out. Yeah, getting, he's like, okay, like, okay. you know, you're hunting mutants. I'm going to go kill you, you know. And then Got it. who made you? All right, I'm going to go kill them, too. <laughs> um, So, yeah, definitely two Marvel series that I've been liking lately. And also, big shout-out to God Hates Astronauts. Uh, we actually met Ryan Brown at Comic-Con this year. Ah, uh, yes. He's the author and artist of God Hates Astronauts. I bought the graphic novel off him. He drew a flaming, I want to say a cow head on the <laughs> inside of it. And God, That's unique. Yeah, God Hates Astronauts was a graphic novel. I think it started as a digi-comic, then they moved to graphic novel, and now mm-hmm. it's become an ongoing series from Image. Oh, on the come-up. One of the... Uh, how do I describe this book? It's purely insane. Like I said, he drew a flaming cow, cow head. Yeah. It is like just out of control. Ridiculousness on every page. There's uh, bears who are like trained in karate and magic. Well, like first they learn karate. Wait, I, is, is this the bears from Tekken? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like that. They're like the bears from Tekken, but there's a gang of them. And they all know karate at first. And then when the karate isn't good enough, they learn magic. You know, and so, yeah. What? Like, I'm just shaking my head. Like, it's what's like, happening? Like Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, like, but even more turned up than Kung Fu Panda. Right now, it is sure. just like, it's just anything. It's like one of those comments that it's just tough to describe because it's just so much happens in it and it's just insanely crazy. But 
Shout out to Ryan Brown. We actually need wow. to get him on the show. And now it's an ongoing. It now was a graphic novel. It was a graphic novel. Well, I want to read it now. Yeah, That's check dope. out the graphic novel, fan bros. Yeah, like I said, yeah, the you art were, looks really crazy. It's it's intense. He just packs so much on right. every page and so much on every panel, and so much happens. Like one character will get killed on one panel, and they'd be standing in the background three panels later with no explanation. Right. You know, <laughs> 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 like it's just. It's just one of those books where it's like you just have to, you know, forget reality, dive into it. Great joint, though. God hates astronauts. Check it out. Now it's time for your favorite segment of the week, right, Tatiana? Of course. And this week is all about people throwing money everywhere. People trying to snatch up every single tech company known. It's crazy this week. Making it rain. Making it rain. This over the weekend, uh, AT&T actually announced that they are going to acquire DirecTV. Uh, is more or less a done deal. They want to buy them for $67 billion. 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 And the only real catch there is that um, DirecTV is still in negotiations for NFL Sunday ticket. And AT&T said, if you don't get that, we don't want you. Mm. So that is very interesting. Um, YouTube is in talks to acquire Twitch TV. Uh, they are going to looking to buy it for $1 billion. For people who don't know anything about Twitch TV, that is the service that actually streams like video game replays. Oh, uh, okay, like okay. And, 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 the, and both um, the Xbox and PlayStation um, utilize Twitch TV. I keep been meaning to uh, check out a Twitch video, but I just yeah. never do. It's from the same people who, who um, created Justin TV. So, um, it, I mean, that that's huge in the video game community. It's huge in the tech world. Um, and um, also uh, was a rumor today that Twitter is looking to acquire SoundCloud. But? But it was actually an update that came out late today that Twitter missed its negotiation window. They let time lapse. So I, I don't know if they're going to get another chance or if they care anymore or what. I hope not because Twitter had uh, Twitter Music before. They had Twitter Music, which failed. And that was they. That was when they bought some other company. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I really don't want them, I don't know, stick to what you know, Twitter. You're already not, you know, you're already on shaky ground. You're not really like the greatest social media <laughs> platform ever, you know. Focus on improving that. One one of the things I heard about the Twitch TV thing was that Microsoft wanted to buy them a while back, and they specifically didn't want to do that because they didn't want to take sides in the micro in the Xbox, and the Xbox PlayStation. Ah, oh, right. true right. indeed. They're so services. yeah, and that and that's interesting that that you know they definitely wanted to remain neutral in that, which means then that that they don't see one of those two winning, no, winning that's anytime never gonna happen. soon. No, you know? no. Right. Well, I don't know. Would you have said like five, ten years ago that like Nintendo was going to be like kind of irrelevant? But they're not, though. They're still... I Nintendo's mean, they're, irrelevant. Nintendo's about at the same point. If you talk about hardware, Nintendo's irrelevant. If you're talking yeah. about their IP... Still relevant, yeah. very relevant. Mario's alive yeah. and well and all that. Don't nobody want Nintendo hardware. No, but that's just this generation. You know, they messed up. They 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 released a bunk ass system. Uh, no, no, I, I think they're done for the hardware scene, except wow. for except for handhelds. Handhelds, that's not gonna go. You don't away. think they'll ever come back with another system? No, 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 I'm I'm pretty sure they will, but what I'm saying is they're done in terms of are they going to start are stuff going to print money? Like are they going to have like a really good uh a so console? So we is it, and that was their last. They hurrah? they effed up. Like it's Damn. done. Is done. I mean, maybe they'll come out with something after the Wii U, but my thing is, at, uh, on an economic level, that's the dumbest thing they can do. They need to stick to handheld, and they really need to seriously think about licensing out the IP. License out stuff like Zelda, Mario, Damn, it's come to that? 
Oh, you don't. Oof. Well, speaking of somebody Oof. who's winning the console wars, um, Halo Guardian, Halo yes. Five, Halo drops. Five Guardian, the new Halo's dropping fall twenty fifteen. I uh, I was a Halo. You know, I bought the first Halo like day it came out, and I remember like I was disappointed the first time I played it because I thought. That it was like an overhead. There have been shots, screenshots of it where you're, it's after the shot, you know, you get when mm-hmm. you hop in the Warthog. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was hoping for, like an overhead. And then I realized it was another like person. down view. Well, not, yeah. yeah. Okay, I know and what you mean. Third person. Third person perspective. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I realized it was yet another first person shooter. And I was like, oh, God. But then I played it for five minutes and I was like, this is the greatest game ever made, you know? <laughs> And then I played Halo 2, and I've played pretty much every Halo since, but come on now. Yeah. Also related to Halo, Halo news is the news that, there's, well, actually more of a rumor, that all the old Halo games are going to be remasters and brought over to the Xbox One. Come on now. I say I know people love Halo 2 so much, and they want to see a HD update of it, but it's like for real, like... You got to be like hard. Yeah, like it's not that serious. Get a new game. You know, even I don't want to see Halo 5. Well, they didn't they try and sort of do this franchise that they released with Xbox? What was right. the, the yeah the, the Halo people the Halo company did something else or right. was planning on doing and it something didn't, else? It didn't it didn't like the you know they didn't it didn't do what what was the thing that came with the Xbox One? The, what was the game that came with that? Oh no, Titanfall. That's yeah, Titanfall. Titanfall is but that's a whole different. That's a whole right, different. but 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 um, no, I'm saying as a franchise from Microsoft's point of view because didn't yeah. Titanfall? I mean, it it's wasn't only the, Xbox. It wasn't the big deal though that Halo was. I yes, mean, it was. Oh no! It it's, really it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty damn yes, big. I heard, I, yes, I heard that it's it was not part, at the level of you know. It's got part two already on the it, way. It, yeah, it, but of course. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't. I mean, you know, remember. Godzilla has a part two, but you're not saying it's going to be as but good. But you as also the have X-Men, to remember, you know? Halo is a dynasty at this point. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, Titanfall right. is brand new IP, so it needs right. some time. But Halo is getting to that point. It's right. go, I'm not excuse me. Um, um, Titanfall is going to get to that. Okay. Point. Yeah, because like you know, Titanfall, like Halo Two, is probably the monster. Right. Halo was a bid selling game, but Halo right. Two was the monster that like is forever remembered as you know one of the greatest games of all right. time, etc. So Titanfall still has that chance to make that mark. So we'll see what happens, but I'm sick and tired of Halo. But you know we'll see. Mm-hmm. Fall 2015. Right. I mean, geez, and it's, it's also, like also going to tie if, if the if the show still lasts that long. It's also going to tie into the Halo TV show on Netflix, it's coming, right? So yeah. uh, it's, it's showing on all Xbox or oh, Microsoft devices, really. So okay. I mean, it, it hopefully it'll all tie in and it makes sense. So we'll see soon. Uh, I guess so. But uh, is that it for tech news? That's the end of Tatiana's tech news. All right. Well, let's take another quick break, and we'll be right back to wrap up this episode of Fan Bros. Hey, yo, Tatiana, though, we got to give a special shout-out to everybody who's already donated on the PayPal. Thank you so much. You see that donate button? Yes. You know, like we say, it's less than the price of a cup of coffee, and y'all are putting in way more than a cup of coffee. Way more, and we are so thrilled. We are so pleased, and we are so grateful for your donations. And very thankful. Thank you all. Thank you. Word up. And welcome back, Internet. I hope you've been enjoying this episode. We've had Tatiana Keene-Jones and Chico Leo returning to the spaceship. Always good to see you, Chico Leo. Good to see you guys, too. Definitely. And before we get out of here, since you're back, you know what time it is, Chico. What time is it? Netflix pick of the week. Yeah. All right. 
Last time you left us with Robinson Crusoe on Mars. That's right. So now I, I, you know, I admit that was going a little, de- a little deep in the uh, in the Netflix sci-fi pantheon. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to uh, give a shout out to uh, City of Lost Children. Nice. Which is a really, really, really dope sci-fi movie from uh, the mid to late '90s. A little more modern. It's got Ron Perlman, who I'm sure everyone remembers from uh, Hellboy. Uh, Hellboy and Ben's Beauty favorite and the Beast. movie of last year. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. But he's also, I mean, he's in uh, Pacific Rim. Oh, yes. And, que- and, and, and of course, he's in Quest for Fire. Yeah, it's a former you Netflix know, picker yeah, of Exactly. Yes. And the, you know, that was for Quest for Fire for everyone was actually his first uh, his first movie appearance. Even though you could never tell from looking at him. Right. No, that's true. He, he has barely <laughs> aged. But um, In fact, he's gone from 800 to 900 in C- the time that we've City seen of Lost Children is definitely one of the best looking movies I've ever seen. Like, I agree. Uh, for anyone who saw Robinson Crusoe on Mars and was a little bit disappointed by the uh, special effects city of lost <laughs> children brings it city of lost children brings i don't think it. disappointed by the special effects right well hurt. you know disturbed um so i i definitely highly recommend city of lost children and just real quick for those of you since hbo is not going to be airing their regular uh lineup on sunday anyone who's got hbo on demand the greatest sports movie ever made is blood of heroes it stars rutger hauer <laughs> delroy lindo joan chen and a young vincent d'onofrio as written and directed by david peoples who wait check this out who wrote blade runner 12 monkeys and unforgiven all of which are dope. wow and this is the only movie that that guy's ever directed and it's about a sport there might a, be a reason for that well no it's about a sport in a post <laughs> apocalyptic future and you figure out the sport as it's going and it's played instead of with a ball it's played with a dog skull and it's really it's the best sports movie ever made blood of heroes (laughs) this sounds like dude since this movie leagues have sprung up like all over the world playing this sport the sport is called jugger and it's literally you can look it up. Like there are leagues in 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 ireland and in australia and like croatia and even here in america you but they play a much, much whacker, wimpier version than they do in the movie. I believe Like, it. in the movie, people get, like, bones broken and stuff like that. So City of Lost Children on Netflix. And if you happen to have HBO on demand, you definitely, it's worth your while to watch Blood of Heroes. Oh, man. You know, I had something to say, Chico, before you started <laughs> off on that Blood of Heroes thing. <laughs> but I just, ah, somewhere along the way, you lost me. Um, Oh, yeah, Unforgiven. That was, like, the one movie. Well, not the one. But I went and saw that joint Friday. It came out and went back the next day on Saturday. See that David Peoples, he can write a script. He can write a script, but it doesn't sound like he can direct the film. So thank you, Chico Leo, for come on that cast: <laughs> Rutger Howard, Delroy Lindo. All right, we get it. Joe Chance <laughs> from Twin Peaks. Oh no, it we're all not comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way we were getting out of here without working on a Twin Peaks reference, I see. All right, well, this has been your boy DJ Ben Amin alongside Satiana King-Jones and Chico Leo. That's right. Uh, Remember, fan bros, we'll be releasing our contest winners soon enough. Also, remember, check us out. Hit that donate button. Subscribe to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Like us on Facebook. All that good stuff. I already said hit the donate button. <laughs> Damn, now I sound like I'm, you know, begging for dollars on the street. Change, spare change, change. Hell Hydra. Fan Pro